Welcome to Words of Eternal Life with Pastor Elvis Ajaman. Pastor Elvis Ajaman is an anointed teacher of the Word of God with accompanying signs. He also operates in a unique prophetic and healing grace that has helped liberate many in the kingdom. He's an author of several books and the head pastor of Grace Mountain Ministry. Now, you are listening to Words of Eternal Life broadcast. Be blessed. on the wickedness of the church then we search into scriptures some few things that will greatly help us the wickedness of the church Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 16 and I will utter my judgments against them touching all their wickedness touching all their wickedness who have forsaken me though this is how God defines wickedness touching all their wickedness who have forsaken me and have burned incense unto other gods and worshipped the works of their own hands that is what God calls wickedness how does it imply in our day when God because I'm I'm treating this because of something very important I was privileged to see and I decided to help Grace Mountain so that we become cautious in our dealings with God God defines the wickedness of his people to be when they forsake him and they start to pursue other gods and he said they burn incense to that God that's prayer and he said that they worship the, the, the works of their own hands that is what God calls and when we should define that in our day then we will be more than wicked in those days though we have covered everything we are doing with a very sweet word called grace so at the end of the day we are not able to define and to understand the mind of God concerning his church so we faced one of the biggest disappointments in the book of Revelation 2 and 3 when Jesus had to write letters to his churches I said this thing some time ago that before Jesus wrote the letter every church and every pastor thought everything was fine in the church until Jesus wrote the seven the seven letters to the seven churches that is when they all knew that only one church had nothing to be said against them so among all the seven churches they were all messing up it was only one church that was safe and it was the Philadelphia church and that was the only church that stood for love their message was love they stood for love they loved one another they were the only church that Jesus had nothing to see about them let's put ourselves on the scale I will repeat this and repeat this and repeat this if Jesus trusts me 
with a mega church of thousands of members and many branches I Elvis here will be excited and I'll be very happy but if he will not but seek that I build by his grace a church that knows him and understands him and loves him as he stands now that is my focus it's a waste of time for you to be coming to church and you don't even understand the God you are worshiping and then one day if that God should write us a letter you see but on the judgment day some of you will shake the day Jesus will appear some of you will shake the Bible said that some will run to seek refuge in mountains and the mountains will also be running away have an ear for God's word today and if there is anything to change you change it now before the day the man will appear and you will have no explanation before him the worst thing the Bible says in Romans chapter 1 that God gave them to a reprobate mind a reprobate mind when God wants to punish you he leaves you to a reprobate mind and that is what he's doing to many Christians and many churches today a reprobate mind is a mind that is no more pricked with the truth what is that is a reprobate mind and the Bible says when God wanted to judge the people he left them to a reprobate mind so they keep on hearing the truth they reject it because the truth has become normal to them so it's possible to be in this church and you will have encounter with the truth every day to a point that the truth will suddenly begin to come to a reprobate mind you don't care but whether you care or you don't care Jesus will come whether you care or you don't care Grace Mountain will stand before Jesus one day and we will be judged and the Bible says something very beautiful in John, uh, Matthew 12 that vindicates every pastor Jesus told them that I will not judge you these words I have preached to you these are the words that will judge you that means on the judgment day the pastor will be saved by the message he preached that message will judge his church so if you sat under that message you will be judged by the message that is why I'm so serious in our CCA entering into the CCA all that I can do for you is to open you up to some of the errors I've seen and one of the things that God is dealing with now is the wickedness of this church this generation church we are wicked not not necessarily towards ourselves but towards him that called us somebody say how am I wicked to God the first thing Hebrews 6 says okay give me the message Bible let's start from the verse 4 if you are to give me the message Bible once people have seen the light if if we have it on screen can we already want to go Please, I want to hear everybody. You came to church, so participate. Want to go? Once people have seen the light, gotten a taste of heaven, and been part of the work of the Holy Spirit, put it there. 
have you been have you seen the light before if you are here and you have seen the because jesus is the light have you seen the light before have anyone here received the message of jesus before and gotten a taste of heaven how many of you believe that the day you became born again god came to dwell in you so you've had a taste of heaven and being part of the work of the holy spirit so how many of you have received the work of the holy spirit before you have you've received the ministry of the holy spirit before you, you see some of you eh, the holy spirit was so close that he could speak and you hear clearly when you got born again you you could hear him you could relate to him you he loved you you loved him until something began to happen then Paul is describing this group of people if you have ever been saved before and the Holy Ghost has dwelled in you and God has come to stay in you and you've had a taste of heaven some of you there was a time you were writing exams how you got the answer you knew this is heaven there are some of you how you got a particular breakthrough you knew God has visited you how a particular money landed your hand you knew this was God all of us here have gotten a taste of heaven once had it some of us were saved from deadly and ghastly accident and only you came out that was a taste of heaven we've all had it before times that you didn't know how a door will open to you times that you didn't know how you survive a particular problem and today you look at yourself the problem is gone and you are still surviving you are alive this is how you tasted heaven verse 5 once They've personally experienced the sheer goodness of God's word and the powers breaking in on us. Once. Once. He's not saying twice. At least if you have had it once. If you've had that experience once, it's enough for Apostle Paul. If you've once had an experience where the word of God entered you and you knew power has come, Apostle Paul says just that one is enough. How many of us have experienced one before? You knew, you knew an anointing has come on you. You knew. He said, if you have ever experienced, had just one encounter as such, your story is about to be told. Verse 6. Now let's all read one to go. If then they turn their backs on it, washing their hands of the whole thing, well, they can't start over as if nothing happened that's impossible why they've re-crucified jesus they've repudiated him in public is this also scripture anything you have experienced about god that you turned your back to it the bible said that you have re-crucified Jesus who are the wicked among the church they are the people that don't think twice backsliding from the faith that was then delivered to them I'm not talking about some of you define backsliding by stopping church no there are many people who are backslided I still come to church the Bible says that anytime you turn your back from the things
means you have experience from Jesus you are re-crucifying him and you are putting him to public shame repudiate means to put to public shame when you backslide it's not the pastor that is put to shame it's Jesus the misunderstanding of the church tells us that I'm getting at the pastor I'm getting at the church I'm getting at that no anytime you turn your back to an experience God gave you you are putting Jesus to shame to Jesus you were a wicked man to Jesus you were a wicked woman the pain he went through when he was crucified on Calvary cross is the same pain he goes through when we turn our back on the faith so anytime we turn our backs on the faith we are putting him through the same pain the same am I speaking to a church at all we are putting Jesus back somebody will say okay I don't care that is why you are wicked I don't care if it's Jesus that I'm putting to shame that's fine where is he to feel the pain he's among us feeling the pain if you want to know the pain of Jesus go back and read the letters he wrote to the churches you feel pain in the voice of a man willful sin you are crucifying him again and i repeat to somebody i don't care sir you will care when he comes for all the crucifixion pains that the church keeps putting him through all the crucifixion pains we will care when he comes for today his message is simple return and i'll show you mercy return i'll show you mercy i'm speaking to somebody here who is willfully turning back on the faith you are willfully turning back on your fellowship with the holy spirit you are willfully turning back on one time faith you used to hold on to you are turning back i have a message from you from the lord that return before he judges you for re-crucifying him church is not enough dressing and coming it is contending for the faith contending contending you contend you fight jude said that let us contend for the faith that was once delivered to us am i talking to a church here can i hear you are here i'm happy that we are six years but my greatest joy will that everybody is ready to obey and to honor the voice of Jesus that's my interest but we will be extremely wicked if we don't look to fulfill this scripture and to avoid it automatically 
the place of self in us is what is making many people don't care when they see the scripture nothing breaks their heart if they see that the things they can do can let jesus go through the pain of re-crucifixion they don't care they don't care but anytime he saves you and you want to run into what he saved you from you are crucifying him again you are whenever you go out your assignment is to contend for that divine energy and nature and life that God gave you. Contend for it. Fight to keep that faith. Fight to keep it. The church only comes to church. That's all they know. But they don't know the other aspects. You see, we are so used to there are some people here, if you came and there was lights out and there is no generator and there is nothing, it's possible that you won't have even a Bible to read from. But you remember to do makeups. You remember to take your mobile phone because somebody may call you. But you didn't remember to bring a book to write the word of God. You didn't remember to bring the Bible that contains the word of God. Church, we are going far from the calling. We once tasted something that we have turned our back from. But I pray from today, may the Lord help his church. May the Lord open our eyes. Am I here with the church at all? May the Lord open our eyes to see where we are falling. He told the church of Ephesus, remember your first love and remember where you have fell. The beautiful things you tasted, remember. Whenever you are doing things that is drawing you away from Jesus, remember you are putting him to open shame. The repudiate people don't see. Give me TLB. Please, we are we are more than the number reading. Let's let's powerfully read it. One to go. And then you have turned against God. You cannot bring yourself to repent again if you have nailed the Son of God to the cross again by rejecting Him, holding Him up to mocking and to public shame. He said there are things that we can do that is almost impossible to come back again to God. And the worst of it is that sometimes when we think that we come, to, if we come to church, that means we have come we are in God. No. You can be part of us and not be with, uh, with God. You can be part of us, but never be with God. And he's saying that anytime we continue like this, we are bringing Jesus to a public shame. Lift up your hands and say, Lord, may it not be my portion. Say, may it not be my portion. In the name of Jesus. For the last time, say it again. May it not be my portion. We know what we are saying. We know what we are saying. Many shall be cursed. You see, far be it that I will not tell you the truth. Far be it. There are deep things that are chasing the church. And we are there. We are not worried. We don't care. We are not moved. Are you not scared that you can put Jesus to public shame? Remember in Colossians chapter 2, 
the Bible says he put demons to public shame by saving us if you turn your back on the faith you are also putting him to public shame before demons and they will be in hell you put us to shame public shame you also they have put you to public shame anytime you are about to say I will stop the faith I will, I will, I will leave Christianity remember that statement has just mocked Jesus before the demonic realm I won't do this again I won't at first I used to commit I won't commit again that statement just put Jesus to a public shame what he did to demons 2,000 years ago you are doing the same thing to him the day many of us rejected the faith to pursue money we started putting him to shame the day we rejected the preaching the truth of God's word to start pursuing things that are of the world that was the day we started putting Jesus to shame go and analyze your life and see how you have made a public show of him just go and analyze your life anytime you are about to take a decision church remember am I glorifying Jesus or I'm putting him to shame remember after speaking in tongues when you go to your office and you are about to steal remember what does your faith says remember when you are about to promise uh, begin to practice prostitution remember that you are about to put Jesus to shame after all the jumping and clapping and doing everything if you go back and that jumping and clapping and celebrating Jesus was only for praise and worship in church and you go back and fall into hip-hop and high life and hip life remember we are putting him to a public shame it's never about you it's not about the name of Grace Mountain no what you are doing you are not putting Grace Mountain to shame that is a secondary matter you are putting the one that saved you and made the mockery of demons 2,000 years ago. You are making, you are letting the demons make a mockery of. Anytime you are into any nature that a demon is responsible, you are making him put Jesus to shame. Anything you do that the Holy Spirit didn't inspire it, but a demon inspired it, sir, you are putting Jesus to shame. They are laughing at him. I can't lie to you. I have to tell you the truth. And then when you finally turn away from the church, then you take him through the re-crucifixion pain that he went through. The choice is in our hands. The decision is in our hands to make. But I pray somebody will remember Jesus in every moment of your life. That you will not put him to a public shame. Some of these counsel and advice may not mean anything to you today but some few years to come you will understand what it meant to profess Jesus and to do another thing 
you will understand when jesus said i will be ashamed of you before my father and his holy he didn't say angels and his holy angels then one time you would turn to us and tell us i didn't die for the angels but they stayed holy he said i will be ashamed of you before them i didn't die for them i didn't share my blood for them but they stayed holy separated unto me till the end and you and the bible said there will be gnashing of teeth don't feel boss today because very soon you are about to be messed up in the presence of jesus you are about to be totally messed up in the presence of jesus and my cry for the church today is whatever you are doing remember jesus don't be too wicked to put him to public that public shame is not what people are saying it's what the demonic people demonic realms are. look look at that look at that look at the life of job if job has made a mistake satan would have come back to god and laugh at god didn't i tell you he would curse you and today many of us have made the devil return back to god and tell him i told you that church you died for i told you Go and check. It is in Revelation 12, the Bible says that the accuser of the brethren will be cast out. He is there accusing us day and night. Day and night. Why the word accusation? That means he has a point. Nobody has the power to lie before God. So when Jesus, when the devil stands before God, he can't lie. Every evidence he has is the truth. And he keeps on telling God, these people, these people, the day Jesus will come, you will know that church goes beyond miracles is to be grown into the image of Christ that is church that is church when a miracle brings you into the faith it's not a miracle that must sustain the faith God used miracles to confirm the word so people will believe Jesus died and rose up so when you come in believing Jesus died and rose up miracles must not maintain you hi what kind of church is this please am i making sense to you at all he used signs and wonders to confirm his word for people to believe that he died and rose up now you believe it serve him serve him love him fellowship with him care for him let him also care for you grow your life with Jesus grow it with the Holy Spirit love him every day every second and whatever he wants to do for you he will keep doing it but your agenda and your priority is to keep seeking him day and night if somebody is going to seek him here shout a big amen keep seeking him keep loving him keep caring for him if you try this this year will be our best year so far to be our best year I can't my time is i'm less with five minutes i i can't finish everything but the second wicked are people who don't understand the essence of soul winning go into the world preach the gospel go into the world preach the gospel
as many as believe baptize them and they will be saved as many as believe baptize they will be saved <sighs> whenever you are ashamed to advertise a product the message you are carrying out is simple the message or that product is not good enough to stick your trust or your integrity on it any product that is good marketers advertise it with authority any good product any good product is marketed with authority whenever you shut your mouth and you are not ready to share the word of god it's simple this message doesn't work what you value what you genuinely value you can't stop talking about it this our quietness to the gospel this our quietness to the kingdom of god is a simple message that this thing we have received means nothing to us if salvation was powerful you wish that all your family be saved if salvation was powerful you will wish that all your friends be saved if jesus is powerful you don't mind testifying about him anywhere anytime you don't mind your silence is a sign that this message cannot be trusted it's a sign yeah don't don't give any reason it's a sign extremely good doctors don't advertise themselves it's the patients that keeps talking about them extremely good teachers in their schools don't advertise themselves it's the students that have experienced their teachings that go advertising them if jesus was that good it is his people that will go testify it's his people no we don't know him we are not yet convinced about this Jesus. We have not yet. If not, we would have gone everywhere testifying about him. And some of you have not finished talking about his first coming you are talking about his second coming have you ever taken your time to write about things concerning his first coming to share it to people what impact did his first coming make that you are talking about his second coming how would people prepare for his second coming if they don't know what he did for his first coming and that is what is happening to the church today we don't even know what we are doing please don't be wicked Jesus is coming he is looking for trumpeters to sound the, the announcement of his coming I pray in the name of Jesus God bless you I pray in the name of Jesus that one of these days 
you will simply understand the value of this Bible in my hands that this is what we were made for this is what we were created for to teach about a Jesus that came to save humanity from this world from darkness and from Satan this is what we were called for and anybody struggling to announce this great blessing to the world may the grace of the Lord be released upon you I said may the grace of the Lord be released upon you anything holding you back anything trying to stagnate you make you reluctant make you feel ashamed giving you all kinds of reasons that has no place in before God I pray in the name of Jesus be released in the name of Jesus I break off that limitation and I declare that from today receive an energy receive a seal to propagate this gospel of our Lord Jesus say it everywhere somebody's life is at stake I'm telling you somebody's life is at stake if they don't hear this they go to hell if they don't they are going they have access to go to US but from US there to hell there are some people they are only doing transit they rejoice I've received a UK visa but from UK they won't come back again their soul is going to hell it is on us whether UK whether ambassador whether doctor put it aside and preach the saving gospel of our Lord Jesus to everyone that you see please don't be wicked you are like a friend that got a gold and refuse to show everybody around him that have received a gold and goes and dig it in the soil and covers it most of us are like the servant that received one talent that went to dig the ground and put it into it yes you have received the gospel but you've put it in the ground but thanks be to god there are those that got five but they will do business with it until it becomes ten there are those that got three they'll do business with it until it becomes six i pray that you'll be one of those people he said that occupy till i come other version says do business till i come he gave some talents some five talents some two talents he said occupy 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 engage yourself do business you were given the prophetic gift do business with it occupy win souls with that gift win souls with your worshiping gift win souls with with your prayer gift win souls with your teaching gift win it till i come win occupy till i come don't let a day pass without using your influence to preach the gospel check yourself are you influential on the street go there are you influential on social media keep preaching there are you influential in your office move it there are you influential in your school move it there just move it where you are influential go go and preach it don't be wicked don't take the crown and put 
the revelations you have you are waiting for a puppet it may never come begin to share begin to share our singers anytime you are writing a song let it be a message let it be a message that saves prayer warriors your prayer must be a message that saves preachers your message must save ushers that smile must be a message whatever you are whoever you are make sure you are saving a soul hallelujah precious one god bless you for joining this powerful broadcast i believe that god has really spoken to you the bible says in luke chapter 8 when jesus was speaking of the parable of the good seed he said no one will light a candle and put it under a vessel or under a bed he said that he will set it on a candlestick and anyone that enters in might see light and he said when the person sees the light nothing will no more be a secret and he said everything will be made manifest i know that as you heard the word of god you have seen light and the secret of your life has been revealed and if you know that something about you has been revealed in the word of god the light of it has come and you really want to change you really want to have a transformed life and you want to give your life to jesus you say lord jesus i thank you for saving me i thank you jesus for dying for me today i believe that your blood was shed for the remission of my sins and i accept this work of salvation I pray that you will make me your own and from today cleanse me from all unrighteousness and give me your spirit to walk in the newness of life. I thank you for this great sacrifice and I forever will submit to your lordship. Thank you for dying for me in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you said this powerful prayer with me, I want you to know that from today you are born again. Your sins are forgiven. And if you want to be disciple and to grow in the knowledge of God's word, I will recommend that you join Grace Mountain Ministry. God richly bless you. Let's meet tomorrow for another powerful session. The Lord gave the word. Great was the company of those that published it. Psalm 68 verse 11. Help us publish the word of God on TV and radio. Be a partner today by sending your partnership offerings to mobile number 0552 with account name Grace Mountain Ministry. Or you can use the short code star 800 star 500 hash from all networks or Visa cards, Master cards and other card transfers should use the login aem.mychatpay.com and make payment. Thank you for listening to West of Eternal Light broadcast. I believe you were richly blessed. To reach out to us, kindly contact 0548-695731 or 0552-504085 or follow Pastor Ajuman Elvis on both Facebook and YouTube. You can also locate us at Achimota Alpancor 7 Days Junction and gladly join in our three powerful Sunday services starting at 7.30am, 9.30am and 5 o'clock p.m. or join our Miracle Encounter service every Friday starting at exactly 5.30 p.m. God bless you.